0: Thank you. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo.
1: And I'm Martha Jackson. And we haven't seen each other in a while, Nellie. We have not. <laughs> there's been so much going on with both of us having kids that are graduating. Yes. How's everything going? Uh, if there's another party,
0: luncheon, <laughs> banquet, or uh, whatever, a parent party, hat party, I, like, I've done it all. Parade.
1: <laughs> yes, parade.
0: <laughs> just the private one for Charles that I'm holding
1: on the block. <laughs> what about you? Did uh, you feel overwhelmed by it? Oh, absolutely. There's. It's just been a whirlwind, these parents past couple of months really Mm -hmm. but then you know here at the end like you literally can't have enough parties or banquets like what you're saying Mm -hmm. and I just really want to slow down and like savor the moment here but it doesn't seem like there's an opportunity to do that no because you're planning your outfit for the (laughs) next one (laughs) Um, I I mean, mean
0: it really is like a whirlwind and we certainly know how to do up everything
1: big in the bubble oh yeah everything. Life is bigger in the bubble, right? Mm -hmm. Well, so there's been a lot of uh, emotions, I would say, in our house. I'm sure you have experienced them as well. Mm -hmm. And so I invited in somebody that's going to help us today.
0: Yes, and I'm so excited. Her name is Rebecca Paddock, and she's an LCSW licensed clinical social worker and has been practicing in Dallas for more than 25 years. And she really has a lot of great advice on how to handle this transition.
1: She does. And she's really familiar just, I, I would say, with the culture in the bubble in the Park Cities here because she, her office is located right here in the bubble mm-hmm. and she works with a lot of people in our neighborhood. So she really knows the dynamics and what goes on in this town. Mm-hmm. And
0: she's going to give us a lot of advice because we're, we're all, in our own ways, overly involved moms. So <laughs> we need a little help. <laughs> we all need some help, that's for sure.
1: <laughs>
0: Welcome to the show, Rebecca. Thank you. Well, you have a wealth of knowledge, I have to say. I ran into you in the elevator on the way here, and I was laughing that um you know uh, all your kids are graduated, so oh. you have a lot of personal
2: experience. I have personal experience and thirty years of professional experience, so yes, plenty.
1: Rebecca, what made you choose to get into this field?
2: Oh goodness <laughs> I've, honestly i've always I had always wanted to be. A psychiatrist. I started college um, pre-med thinking I would be a psychiatrist. That lasted about five seconds when, <laughs> I had to, uh, when I realized how many math and science courses I needed to take. So then I switched my major to psychology. I got all C's in my psychology classes. So I uh, went crying to my advisor and said, now what am I going to do? I'm not going get to get to be a psychologist. And he said, well, go to social work. I said, I don't want to be a social worker. And he said, you can do the same thing, just there's different tracks of it, just do it. So I double majored in social work and psychology Mm -hmm. and then got my master's in social work. But I've always wanted to do therapy. My great uncle was a psychiatrist and I'm just, I love people. Well, I think it's actually
0: interesting. I have a sister who's a psychiatrist, and it is a little more clinical in a way. So in a way, you get to be more one-on-one with people and more dealing with the whole picture, I would imagine.
2: Yes. I'm much more – I'm kind of everybody's – Mom, friend, sister, aunt, teacher. I mean, I can kind of play a variety of roles in my job. So Okay,
0: I want to be your secretary
2: you, after Charles us in college. <laughs> <laughs> no. You really want to be a fly on the wall in my office is what you want to be.
1: Well, so, you know, Nellie and I both have – kids that are graduating, Mm -hmm. hers just graduated, mine's graduating tomorrow, and there's just like a whirlwind of emotion. Every mom that I talk to right now is just telling me, you know, they've been crying, they've been going through old pictures and videos, and there's just so many things going on with us all. Tell us what are normal emotions that we should be feeling. Oh, (laughs)
2: honestly, all of them, because I think so many moms, even like in the beginning of senior year, I'm sure you all were anticipating how sad you were going to be. I mean, I went my girls are out of college now, but the first meeting of senior year of high school, I sat with tears streaming down my face with them telling me just what was going to be happening that year. Um So I think, I mean, but that was the beginning. By the end, I was really excited for them. And you watch all these kids and where they're going to go off to, and they've worked so hard. And so I think a lot of parents are very, very sad or even anxious at the idea of being without that child or even empty nesters, which I was. Um, But, yeah, it's kind of a whole host of emotions.
0: Well, I'm going to be an empty nester. And... uh I I'm sort of a person who prepares for everything, mm-hmm. so I thought I was going to feel all this uh, crazy sadness, mm-hmm. which I think I felt early, if that makes any sense. Uh-huh. And now I just feel really excited for him. Yeah. I think it's really exciting. I'm excited for us as a family. We'll be going to Boston, seeing him run because he's running college. I just don't. I don't. I think it's like a, a new
2: chapter. It is a new chapter, but for whatever you feel right now, you may not feel next month I know. or you may not feel in August right. when you actually take them to school. So, yes. I mean, I think it's such a roller coaster this summer that, you know, the kids react one way, parents react another way. You're not always on the same page. Um, it's just it's a hard it's a hard summer. Um, but a fun summer. Well, mm-hmm. I think
1: roller coaster is the best word to describe it because I started out opposite of Nellie. I'm kind of one to, I don't really like dealing with my emotions. So I kind of <laughs> brush them under the rug and I've kind of postponed the emotions and now mm-hmm. I feel them really starting to surface and they're not necessarily coming out in a very positive way. I literally had to apologize to my daughter this morning and saying, you know what, you're right. I am very sad about you leaving and it's manifesting in mm-hmm. kind of a negative way.
2: And well, and that happens for parents and kids, which is why I'm saying you kind of piggyback off each other. So, you know, you can be sad at some time when your child is angry or anxious or they're anxious and it's coming out as angry or you're sad and it's coming out as irritable. And it's just it's confusing for all of you. And nobody's that great at communicating their feelings like, wow, maybe I should take a moment and think about how I actually feel about I'm leaving. Mom's
1: going to be sad you, you know, add to that? Well, you know, they're pushing us away, but they also want us there too. But they don't want to admit that, I feel like, in many cases. And it's just a hard dynamic to to deal with because they're pushing hard, but then sometimes they do want your advice and things. So it's just kind of this back and forth, again, kind of like a roller coaster. Okay, so if it makes you feel better, they're not actually pushing you away. They're
2: actually just trying to stand on their own two feet and be more independent. So it's not... It's not pushing, it's actually pulling and standing up. So what they're doing is actually saying, I can do this myself. Like back when they were two or three saying, I can do this, you know, no, mommy, I can do it myself. Oh, yes, I remember that. So it's the same concept, except now they're 18, 19 years old, and it's, I can do this myself myself. But for all those who fear that they will not hear from their children, if you just wait five seconds when they're away, you will hear from them more and talk to them more than you ever did
1: before. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> that true. Oh, that's with cell can.
2: phones? I mean, when we went, to, I went to school, we could call our parents from our dorm room on, the, on Sundays. But now the kids walk to school and they've got five minutes and everybody wants to be do, talking to someone. So it's, <laughs> hi, mom. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. So- I think you hear from your kids more.
0: That's so funny you say that because I was thinking the other day about my mother in New York City sitting on the balcony waiting <laughs> up for us when we came in at night on a Saturday and I thought, I just use Life 360. I'm like, oh, he's five minutes away. He's fine. Like, and I don't tell him, but I mean, he knows. But what I mean is, I don't say, oh, I was looking where you were, but it makes me feel like he's fine. Right. You know? I okay. don't have to sit in my
2: nightgown on the windowsill
0: like okay, my mom. Do, y'all actually, do <laughs> y'all actually want to talk
2: about Life 360? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So are you... Both going to plan on using Life 360 oh, I don't, when you use it because I'm don't? not good
1: with technology and I could never get it working, <laughs> so I've never used
2: it. Okay, so I think I, I'm the only parent in the neighborhood that doesn't use it. So I know a lot of parents that want to use Life 360 when their kids are in college. I, I say it's a hard no. I think kids need to go away. Well, listen, so that I clarify this, <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> I have never spy- – I don't look at my kid's phone. He's had a phone since he was nine years old. I don't look at his text. I don't look at anything he does on social media. I've always given him the freedom. But in the case that you can't find somebody for three hours and you're worried about them, that's when I use it. I, I don't w-
2: monitor I- his every move. I would agree. But most you know? most moms are not like you. They want to know exactly where their kids are. Like I had a a friend of my daughter's um, in college. She said, we were at a parents weekend and she said, oh, so-and-so, I can't, I'm trying to call her, but I know she's in the library. I said, why do you know she's in the library? (laughs) And she's like, because I have Life360. I said, you cannot use Life360 when (laughs) your kids are in college. She's like, Rebecca, I've been using it for three years. I was honestly mortified. Like, I don't want my kids to think I am following them while they're in college. And and frankly, I don't want to know where they are when they're in college. I just, I feel like kids need the freedom. And so... You're a parent that wants to follow your children. You should probably rethink. <laughs> you that. need to start cutting that uh-huh. off. Yeah, uh-huh. I remember
1: a few years ago, I had a friend that had a, a child that went to college, and she didn't turn it off, and she kept monitoring it. And uh, the car was kind of overnight at a boy's house, and she <laughs> she really didn't like that. She so just and no, and just they and you it. can.
2: I mean, on Life Three Sixty, you can zoom in and see exactly where oh, your. Wow. Ch- it's really, I I think technology is lovely. But for this one, I don't think you want to know where your children are all the time. Um, I'm going to ask you this question
0: because okay. this is how I've always raised my kid. I only have one. Okay. So it's a little different. One, only child families are very different um, just because, you know, by nature, you, you are on top of somebody. But I've always been like, look, if you do X, Y, and Z, and I, I've said this to him since he was young, you have the keys to the kingdom. I don't care what you do. Like, I literally, I give him so much freedom. And, like, my house is the party house. People are at my house till 1 o'clock in the morning last night. This is how it always is. But I've always been like, as long as you do X, Y, and Z, you can have your freedom. So I I don't know how that's going to um, factor into college. Do you have any advice on that?
2: Um... Yeah, I mean, I think that will work well for you, especially if you've established a trusting relationship with your son. Mm-hmm. So I think what you're, you were saying to him is, if you follow these rules, I will trust you. And there's a lot of kids that don't, they really don't establish that trust with their parents while they're in high school. So I think you will continue that and it'll only get be easier for you while he's in college, because you don't, you don't worry that he's not making good choices or using good judgment because you've already watched it in high school.
1: Do you feel like uh, parents that maybe aren't doing things like Nellie are doing and that are a little bit more strict and uh, more confinements, do you think the kids often go to college and just kind of let loose and get a little wild because they haven't had their freedom?
2: It depends on the kid. Sure. I think that um, it's not a given, but college – What I tell parents is college is a place for kids to grow up. So they should be curious. They should try new things. And sometimes that's not not the best choice they can have. So a choice they can make. um, They are going to make mistakes. They are going to have regrets. They are going to they are going to do things that we could have said, oh, I wouldn't do that. But They need to actually try it. Sure. So
0: I don't think there's much that Martha and I can say, Oh, I didn't do that.
2: (laughs) Right. So parents found
0: ourselves in college too. (laughs)
2: Right. So parents wanna say, Oh, if you do this, oh if you do that I'm like, don't don't say that to your kids. Like they need to figure this out. Sure. They need to tell you their terrible stories from college. The um the variety of things that they can do. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You're like, I was in a bad neighborhood at three in the morning. I was all the crazy stuff. No, I know my kid's going to school in Boston. So, I mean, it's, it's a city school. So there's a little bit more of that, you know, fear of, you know, I I think it's going to be great for him, but like a fear of, Oh, you're in the middle of a metropolitan city. Yes. Smack in the city. Right. So I have a question for you. Yes. Um, So Rebecca, it's summer. You know, for us, she's about to have Alexis graduate. Uh, I just had Charles graduate. So what would you say would be good things for us to work on as parents for the next couple months to get prepared, to prepare them? You know, should it be, I mean, I know uh, my son always does internships, so he's not working at a restaurant or whatever. But I always feel like that's okay because he's he's working and he's running, et cetera. He's doing all that stuff and training. But what would be some ways for us to prep ourselves uh, to be good parents in
2: letting go? Do nothing. Just have fun. Mm. Go on a vacation. Let your kids just work. I wouldn't focus on any one thing except enjoying your summer. Okay. Honestly, it's not, there's nothing to do except prepare your dorm room. Or, I mean, girls tend to be a little more extravagant with their dorm rooms. Um, your kids are doing a lot. Like they're getting in touch with their roommate. They're trying to connect to roommates. They're trying to get their head around going to college. So, anything you can do to not think about college to like really focus on them having fun. I would do fun family things so you're not focusing on separating or what you're going to need to do in the fall or you're going to be an empty nester or he's going to be in a new city. Like just Honestly, have a good time.
1: Okay, I really like that advice because (laughs) I'm I'm feeling panicked. Like, there's so many things and life lessons that I don't feel like I've covered yet. Uh, She doesn't know how to do laundry, for example. She's got (laughs) so many other bigger and better things every time I try to teach her. And so I'm, like, having this, like, anxious feeling like I need to shove all these things in. And I like your advice.
2: Okay, so here's a a funny (laughs) story. So my girlfriend's daughter went to college and... She it couldn't have been gone two weeks, and this is her friend. She's the old. She was the oldest child, first one to go to college. And my girlfriend really taught her girls how to do everything. While her daughter gets to college and is about to do her laundry, and calls and says, "Mom, this machine requires quarters.
1: Where do I, I wait? That. Where do
2: I get quarters?" And my girlfriend's like, uh, "Honey, maybe you need to go to the bank. They have them there." Yes, they, I, it was just like this, you know. You try to prepare them for all these things, and then she's like, "I don't know how to use this. It needs quarters." <laughs> and these and kids now don't use cash. No, not I mean at all. they have no. no idea. So some of the colleges have not updated their. I was going to say
0: machines don't really use quarters anymore, yes, do they? they do. Instead of like a card that you
2: purchase. Yes, they do because That's they have crazy. not updated them oh. in years. Okay. I mean, some of these colleges are they're old, and it's not like they are following the times with updating their washing machines. No, it's funny what they will call and ask you. Yeah. So, yes, I would love the kids to all learn, but they honestly pay attention and then they ignore it.
0: Hmm. Uh interesting Mm -hmm. they
2: pay attention then they forget it
0: that's what i have with me
2: (laughs) okay so think about it it's kind of like when the kids grew up they all did red ribbon week they're all supposed to learn about drugs and alcohol Mm -hmm. but the second they get to a party in high school it's like they never learned a thing (laughs) like they've never seen it they've never heard about it they have no idea what to do about it so it's that it's like until you're in the situation you forget you ever learned anything
0: well, I want to talk about graduation exhaustion and what okay. your advice yes. is. <laughs> because I feel like I've been to the sports banquet for awards, the arts banquet for awards, yes. the, where I'm doing a brunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a brunch, sorry, last week. Um, and then we're doing an after sort of brunch with all the parents. And uh, just it just feels like there's been a party, a party, a party, a party, an event, an event. And yes. uh, I, I
1: look. Yeah, literally more than I went out for so fast, and we needed
2: to. So we just needed a break. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's exhausting. It's I mean, and think of the kids. The kids have had a million graduation parties because mm-hmm. everybody has one. Um, er, it's like a marathon. Mm-hmm. You just kind of it's an endurance race. You just keep going, and then you will all crash about. A week after? Mm -hmm. Like some people go right out of town after graduation, Uh and they go to a beach, and they just chill out.
1: That's what I want to do, but I'm not doing it.
2: (laughs) I planned
0: my graduation party for Charles, for Uh the parents and the kids. Uh, I planned it for tonight, Thursday, Uh before Memorial Day weekend, before your graduation, Uh because I thought, oh, great, it will be after, and people can come together. So I don't know why. I, I kind of did it by accident, because there were so many parties,
2: nobody had a date they were available You know, so I picked it later. No, it was actually smart. I mean, I think a lot of parents at the schools are – I give them credit because typically they will do a calendar. I don't know if your school – your parents did it, but they'll do a calendar so nobody overlaps parties. Um, I mean, that's how kind of – not extreme, but we really do celebrate our children here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we celebrate oh, yeah.
1: ourselves. That's such a funny way of putting it. A very nice way it of is, putting it. I just said
0: that this morning. I was talking I just talking to my neighbor and she was like, Oh, because she has young kids and I was like, Oh my god, it's like she goes, Do you think this is just our neighborhood or is it typical? And I go, No, my siblings in New York and DC all make fun of me. They're like, Boy, Texans really know or Dallas people in Highland Park it's really Dallas. know how to celebrate everything. It is <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, we are we are
2: quite over the top, like yes. the level of parties and yeah. the number of parties. The dances, and the everything. It's It's kind of unreal. It is. And so then we wonder why our kids think they're, like, overly special, and they're should they entitled (laughs) to all these things. And because we've we've kind of created these little monsters. You are so right. I literally had
1: a friend say recently, I am so tired of people treating my teenage daughter like she's a celebrity and rolling the red carpet out everywhere she goes. It's (laughs) just ridiculous because I think they are going to have culture shock when they get out there and, like, oh, wait, people aren't. Throwing rose petals down everywhere we walk. What are we <laughs> right. supposed
2: to do? So you will find, I think, that your kids think that college is a little bit easier, like academically easier than mm-hmm. high school. Well, I because they're, they're not in school eight hours. Yeah. I mean, and they're not trying to do 18 different extracurriculars to build their resume. And, yeah. blah, 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 and they're blah. studying what they want to study. Yes. Predominantly. Pred- you know, a- with after a freshman of year. Right. Yeah. Yes. So, no, they typically enjoy it. It's more like the life skills. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, going to That's parties and balancing time and getting homework done and getting sleep and getting along with your roommate and making friends. And I mean, this is why you're going to get so many phone calls because they haven't been in a new environment in so many years.
0: That's interesting because I had told my son about running in college. I said, remember, you're going to be a freshman. So you're going to be the the bottom of the roster again. So I kind of feel like that's the way it is all around, right? All of a sudden, you're you're, you're going from up Mm -hmm. here having parades for you every day according <laughs> <Right. laughs> to Well, but I've
2: also had kids who are really popular in high school, mm-hmm. and so they're very used to having a very core group of friends. Mm-hmm. Well, you split that up and you have to start making new friends and they don't, I mean, when's the last time your kids made new friends? They're not, this is a whole new experience that they get kind of overwhelmed. And then you throw in the Greek life for kids who want to do that and they have to go through rush and it. there's a lot of Judgment and insecurity and vulnerability and it's it's a lot. So that's why I say have fun this summer because everyone's still feeling confident from senior year. Yeah,
1: yeah. I like you may
2: as well good. enjoy that. That's good advice because it's it's a break and everybody needs a break.
0: Everyone work needs hard a break. and play hard. Right now,
2: everybody needs <laughs> yes. a break. Yes. Like I can feel it in my practice. Yeah. Everyone's tired. Oh yeah. <laughs> like there is there's like school fatigue.
1: So like you were saying, we're all at that point of being just burnt out and exhausted. And much like when I was planning my wedding, you know, you spend a whole year planning and you're just busy all the time. And then it's over. And it's like, what do I do now? I would imagine that this experience for all of us will be very similar to that.
2: Yes. So think about what you want to do, even if you're planning a wedding or planning a party. This is actually your child's going through it. So you want to focus on... Focus on the celebration that you're in and in the moment. So be patient. Like know that you want to enjoy the moment and be patient with your emotions and your child's emotions. Um, I would say talk about it to the extent that you can, but not too much. I would, you know, acknowledge how everyone's feeling and maybe how you're interpreting your kids feeling, but then change the subject to something positive. So just let it happen. Is what let you're it saying. Happen. Let yes. it roll over you. Yes.
0: Right? Yes.
2: And is number 4
0: take a long nap. <laughs> after <laughs> it's done. over, everyone Moms should take a long everyone, nap. Everyone, everyone should take a long nap. Yes.
2: But really, I mean, I can't I can't tell you enough to enjoy it. I mean, really just enjoy that moment. Like when they walk across the stage, everyone's really busy taking pictures. Just the pictures are there. Just absorb it and be there cuz it's you you only do it once with that one and then they go to college and can do it again but high school graduation is a big deal mm-hmm. it's a it's a what's it called um, Rite of passage right of passage <laughs> thank you it's a rite of passage for everyone for parents and for kids mm-hmm.
1: yeah i haven't gone through a graduation since i think i went through so it, it is going to be so strange seeing my little baby up there
2: mm-hmm. it, it is and you you have tears streaming down your face while you're smiling you so, do. It's like a big moment, and like
0: now I'm gonna mm-hmm. cry thinking about it. But like, you really do think, oh my god, it's so amazing that they got here. You know that you uh, got here. Yes, like you yeah, got here as a mom.
2: True. I mean, honestly, you've been through a lot of developmental stages with your child to get there. Mm-hmm. So no, you should all, as moms, give yourselves credit because it's it's a really really hard job to be a parent. Um, you have a lot ahead of you because (laughs) parenting in some ways gets harder, but, Mm. but it's, it's a fun job.
1: Well, Rebecca, thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom with us. I really think that you've given us some really great takeaways and I really like that, what you said, just, just enjoy it. Just be there, be present and just enjoy the moment.
0: Yeah. And you have such great advice and you're obviously very
2: good at what you do. So people out there,
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you. Um, How can our listeners find you?
2: Oh, you can actually just look me up. I'm online. I have a website, Rebecca Paddock, LCSW, and I'm right in Preston Center.
1: Perfect. Well, I'll so include you. a link to your website. Well, thank you. Well, thank you for joining us today, Rebecca. Thank you. That's been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And
0: I'm Nellie Shudo, and we'll catch you next time.